One of the worst forms of racism and the like is to find yourself in the position where you are pedantic, patronizing, where you pat people on the head and say, there, there, there. Look, look, there's our, there's our gay friend. Well, there's our black friend. See, see, we have black friends. See, we're good people. See, see, I have a black friend. See, look, we've adopted. I've adopted this Cambodian child. Aren't I special? What's his name? I don't know. It doesn't matter, but he's Cambodian. Look, these are my black friends. This is my Jewish neighbor. This is my, this is my gay son-in-law. Isn't that wonderful? My son, my daughter, they are now engaged in same-sex marriage. Aren't I wonderful? Am I not wonderful? Please enjoy yourself. Look at me. I am virtue signaling. Do you see how I feel? I feel this. I feel this. I'm a good person. And yes, yes, I'm pointing people out. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at human beings like they're cattle. I recognize the fact that what I'm doing is actually counterproductive. I recognize that what I'm doing actually, actually, believe it or not, is one of the most racist things to do. When you remove people and reduce people to their, to their categories. Well, that is what is happening regarding LaFonza Butler in California. That is exactly what is happening. No one cares. Let me say this to you, dear friends. No one cares about sexual preference. It means nothing. This is the vestige. This is the remnant of this group of people who think in ways, this is quota, classic. This is the way these people are. This is, this is the way they have thought and acted for years. And I will never understand this. I will never understand how, how is it how do these people actually do this? It, it fascinates me. We're going to be talking about that and so many other and wonderful things today on this brand new Monday morning broadcast. I welcome you. I say hello. It is uh, 8 a.m., 8.05, 8.06 on the East Coast. Yesterday was a beauteous day. It was a wonderful day. I had such a wonderful time speaking with you last night, and I hope to continue it today. Let me thank you so much, dear friends, for being a part of this. Let me thank you for, for joining us, for, for recognizing the fact of what we are doing. We are family. I've got all my sisters with me. I think, I think Sister Sledge said it best, don't you? I think so. Yes, indeed. I am anomalous. I do not fit into the regular world. I don't fit into these worlds. I don't fit. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to explain to you. I'm not left. I'm not right. What I've told you so that you understand what is happening. And it's critical that you grasp this at its very important and most poignant and pivotal and critical element. I want to politically destroy and to make obsolete this iteration of the left. We're going to be using words today in shorthand. I'm going to be using words just in shorthand. Uh, they're not left. They are not liberal. They are not progressive. They are not anything, but we're just going to call them that. 
We are not conservative. We don't have a name for this. You don't take this leadership. We're not a conservative country, a liberal country. We're Americans. And there's a wonderful admixture. Sometimes we do, we, we embrace things that tend to be a little, dare I say, a little, what you might consider leftist, progressive. I don't know what that is. Sometimes we have to be very, very brutal regarding war and the realities of bellicosity and the like. And that's right wing. We tend to be, we stand for being adult, not necessarily manly and certainly not epicene, but that, that's who we are. So you figure this out. You, you use whatever labels you want. I find labels to be cumbersome and a total and complete waste of time. Welcome, dear friend. Welcome. Let me remind you, please, I ask you, as we always do, as we always do, make sure that you always, 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 always subscribe to this channel. Always, we need those, those metrics are so critical. Like the videos. It's important that during the course of today, you like this video. You like this. This puts us into a different category because I want people to say, hey, that, that, that guy, those people, that channel, I, I kind of dig that. I thought he would be this. Well, I'm not. And the only reason that's going to happen is if we get into the recommendation realm and that only happens through your likes and the like. Okay, you got that? Good. Now, as you know, also, since we are avowed realists, we are realists, and this is the most important thing. We don't care what should be. We don't care what sort of things might. We only care about what things are. That's all we care about. Maybe this isn't the way it is. It's the way it is. Yeah, but maybe it should be. This is the way it is. So right now, my friends, as I've told you, and this is so critical, we have threats from every angle of our existence. If we stand on the mountain and we look around, we see the enemies coming at us as a panopticon. And when it comes to food, water, and energy, those are the three important aspects of life. Energy, I don't even know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if anybody's even paying attention. I have no idea how that's even working, if anybody even cares about this. I don't even know if anybody even remotely cares about this. Seriously. As opposed to water or regarding water, we're going to one day have a fight. There's going to be, it's going to be the Casus Belli is going to be hydro-imperialism. I've been talking about this for forever. And it was most evident, most evident during the Libyan uh, war, but basically through our imperialism, where we, where we removed this uh, Omar Gaddafi, whom we just described overnight he was crazy and he was evil. We just we just said he was. Period. Food. Why is Japan? No, Japan. Why is China? Why are so many other people buying such huge swaths, huge areas, huge, um, uh, dare I say, uh, 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 pieces of land and property? And and why? Who is in control of our food? And let me also tell you something right now. Listen to me very very carefully. I don't care whether you're vegetarian or carnivore. They're going after your meat supplies. They're going after your poultry and cattle. They're doing that. They're going to affect this this the, the, this bioengineered GMOs and the like. Our food is under attack. It's a commodity that is being looked at. Everybody, it's I I can't even I I it's it's so obvious to me. 
irrespective. But we as Americans think that it's always going to be there. There's never going to be a problem that somehow it's like with water. You just turn the, 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 the spigot, turn the faucet. There it is. No. So right now is a chance for you to save 25%. I look at this as a starter kit off of a three-month emergency food kit order. My Patriot Supply. And I want you to go to preparewithlionel.com. There's a link here for you. This is the best way to start to build your sense of food independence and food security. And please send me, send me a picture. I want to see a picture of where, how you've configured your initial, because you're going to be building on this the rest of your life. Send me a picture and join the thousands, the throngs, the passels, the, this movement of people who are maintaining and enjoying security over food and living through preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com could not be any clearer than that, dear friends. Preparewithlionel.com. Now let's talk about LaFonza Butler. Okay, now LaFonza, it's very interesting to say, LaFonza, they're making a big deal of the fact that she's African-American. And let me see, I'm reading this. This, this is the official this is the official statement. Sacramento. Governor Gavin Newsom today announced the selection of LaFonza Butler, the president of the nation's largest organization dedicated to electing women, Emily's List, to complete the United States Senate term of the late Senator Dianne Feinstein, which runs through 2024. Butler, a longtime senior advisor to Vice President Kamala Harris, labor leader, and advocate for women and working people, will be the first openly LGBTQ person to represent California in the Senate. What was that? The first LGBTQ person. Is she L? Um, Yes. Is she G? Yes. Is she B? I I don't know. What about T? I don't think so. Q? Well, maybe. Is that redundant? What is that? She will also be the first black lesbian to openly serve in Congress in American history. The first black lesbian to openly serve. Now, and the second black woman to represent California in the Senate following Vice President Kamala Harris. Is she the first openly openly black lesbian? She's openly black or openly lesbian? Openly? Is she openly served? Listen to this poor construction. Quote, this is this this is from the from the actual uh, announcement. Quote, she will also be the first black lesbian to openly serve. No, your your descriptive is wrong. She'd be openly black. Well, let me ex- explain something. Is she or are there gay people? Well, in the Senate, there was Harris Wofford, Tammy Baldwin, Kristen Cinema. Now LaFonza Butler in the House. It was Ed Koch, though he might disagree with that. Stuart McKinney, Barbara Jordan, Gary Studs, Robert Bauman, John Hinson, Barney Frank, Steve Gunderson, Jim Colby, Michael Huffington, Mark Foley, Tammy Baldwin, Mike Michaud, Jared Polis, Aaron Schock, uh, David uh, C- uh, C- uh, Cicciolini, I guess. Uh, Sean Patrick Maloney, Mark Pokin, Kirsten Cinema, uh, Mark Takano, Angie Chang, Sharice Davids, Katie Hill, Chris Pappas, Mondaire Jones, Richie Torres, 
Rebecca Ballant, Robert Garcia, George Santos, and Eric Sorensen. Now, what relevance does this have now? What relevance does this have that she's this openly gay lesbian? Nothing. What does it mean? Nothing. Does America care? Not in the least. Not in the least. Period. Nobody cares about this. What is this? This is pure, unadulterated, identitarian politics that will come back to bite these people on the arse. Do you hear what I'm saying? It will bite them on the arse. No one cares about this. No one. No one. No one. No one. No one. No one. Let me say this again. We don't care about this. Years ago, and I've always hated this. I've always hated this. I've never thought of my friends. I've never thought of family members. I've never anything based upon, let's see. Let me see if I can get me a new gay Jewish Asian friend. Never thought like that. Never, never, I never knew what, what it even means. It's, it's bizarre. That is pedantic. It is rude. It's, it's the worst thing possible. Like most people, I think I speak as you do. We have been around. We don't care. We simply do not care. It means nothing. I can't speak for you. I can speak for me, for Mrs. L. If our children happen to be gay, so what? If they happen to be Democrats, so what? If they happen to, uh, whatever it is they want to do in their life, if they want to be single, have children, don't have children, if it doesn't matter. We're not going to say, look at us. Look, we have a gay child. Because that's, I don't recognize this. Oh, look, we have a skinny child. Hey, we have a child with an eating disorder. Hey, and, and I, no, no. And I'm not trying to compare having an eating disorder with being gay. We have been around forever. We live in the biggest city in the country. We run into more people of more stripe than you can ever imagine. And none of this, repeat, none of this means anything to us. We don't care. Let me say this again. We don't care. Let me say it one more time. It means nothing to us. It doesn't matter. Now, when I pick you to work for me, to uh, whatever, if I were to emphasize repeatedly your status your demographic, your ideological positioning, whether you're gay or straight or whether you're what have you. What I'm doing is I'm putting that over you. I'm taking the the edict of Martin Luther King and I'm saying content of your skin, the color, content of character and all that jazz. This is, this is what, this is what, this is what. President Trump, Republicans, whatever GOP should say. This is the way these people think. They are the most racist, 
they look at people like a, a check mark. They look at it like a quota. They look at people like a demographic. Years ago, when 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 folks were considering um, uh, uh, adoption, it, it was very popular in the old days. It was Russian children, Russian children, Russian children. Oh, Russia got a Russian. We're going to go to Russia to get a child. Russian children. Ah, really? What about here? Oh, no, no. What about an African-American child here? Oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What? What? What are you doing? What? These are, these are the most racist people you've ever met in your life. But they say, oh, no. Remember when, did you ever watch the old days of All in the Family when Lionel, Lionel Jefferson, remember this? He would always turn to uh, Mike Stiv- uh, Meathead, Rob Reiner, and he would always say, "You know, you're, you're because by the way that that Rob Reiner then is who Rob Reiner is now." And he would say, "Quit talking to me like I'm some poodle or something. Like I'm some kind of a dog. You, 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 your whole world is you're just enwrapped in 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 in, in race. Leave me alone. I'm anyway." So years ago, when it was a, uh, it was very, very popular to adopt from Russia, then China. Oh, China! Yes, 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 yes. China, and they looked at humans like they were dogs and cattle and chattel. It's disgusting. Now, then it gets even more interesting. Listen to this. Then I find this fascinating. As we speak, there comes a time in which we are looking at, listen carefully, we are looking at now, uh, I don't want to say breeding, that, that, that's a terrible term, but this idea, this, this notion of surrogacy and Ukrainian, oh, there is such a Big, big, big business in Ukrainian. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed, Nordic, whatever. Not Nordic, but I mean, but that 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 look, you know, Germanic, Slavic, exotic, blonde. Yeah, it's 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 like going to a to a pet store. These are the most racist people ever. Ever. And what they do is they keep promoting this identitarian nonsense and they do it with impunity and nobody calls them out on it. That's why whoever it is, whether it's President Trump or or Bobby Kennedy, and say, you hear this? Because let me tell you who I would be hitting are the groups. Number one, black Americans, African Americans tend to be very conservative. Gays, they have been completely lost to trans. Why don't you get a trans person? You mean to tell me you cannot? I want to get another Rachel Levine. What are you doing? No, no, this is no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you something. Let's go in the community. How do you think across the board the African American community thinks about trans? Don't answer that question. Gavin Newsom is showing you this is exactly the way he works, and it is important for the Republican Party or whoever the counter is to get 
to the bottom of this and to exploit this obvious racist, racist. It is racism because what does that mean? Preferential. Racism does not necessarily involve negative connotations, negative application. It means that I am treating you differently merely because of your color, your demographic. That's it. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't care about anything about qualifications. It's just about your race. That is racist. And that's why the Republicans have to exploit this and say, see, there you go. Sorry, LaFonza. He told you he was going to get a black woman and you're it. Well, I'm qualified. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you don't understand. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Yeah, yeah. See what's going to happen? How does it feel? You feel good about this? And if it, and, and if you couldn't make it, they'd pick another black woman. You're fungible. One is just as good as the other. You got that? That's the way these people think. Identitarian. They are absolutely horrid regarding that. Horrid. I cannot put this into words anymore. These are the most vile people. And the best part about it is that I don't think most people, seriously, I don't think most people, most good good Republic, uh, good Democrats, and they are good, I don't think they care anything about this. By the way, make sure you sign up for today's. It's going to be going out at noon today. This is the newsletter. Sign up for this. It's a barn burner. Oh, my God. Wonderful. Okay. Next, I'm going to move that one out of the way. There is a movement that is happening that I am so thrilled about. I cannot put into words. And I cannot uh, say to you the importance, the importance of Bobby Kennedy Jr., irrespective of his position, and how he is, for the first time, asking us to address certain things. There was, I was watching today, and I, and I lauded this. There was a, there was a wonderful group, uh, t, uh, a YouTube channel called Redacted. Have you seen this group? Redacted. And they are wonderful. And I will be uh, on, I believe, I believe it is, I believe I checked my schedule. Today, I'm going to be speaking uh, on the redacted show. And why is it important? Well, a couple of things. They're tackling subjects which we absolutely have to discuss. We have to discuss this. Because I'm telling you. There is a, uh, let me see. Yes. Uh, this is a Clayton and Natalie Morris. Um, very, 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 very critical. And for the first time, what's so interesting about this, so important, so, so, so important, what I'm seeing in this, is that there is a desire on the part of many, many people to get to the topics, to get to the subject matter that really matters. And they have been tackling things like 9-11 and uh, vaccinology and that sort of thing. And as you know, my friends, I have always abided by one thing and one thing only. It's a very, very simple concept. Very, very simple. And that concept is this. I want the truth. And he is 
I, I, I am shocked, shocked, surprised that he's actually now wanting to set the record straight regarding things that happened on 9-11, JFK's assassination, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There is a movement right now, which is so terrific. There is a movement of independent, alternative, uh, citizen and civilian journalism that is so wonderful. So great. I can't put into words how I am in love, how there is so much great, great, great stuff available. Let me let me tell you a couple of things here, which is important. This is very, very critical. First, I want you to make a note of something called New Criterion. New Criterion is a sign, is a is a wonderful piece. Roger Kimball. Roger Kimball is one of the best writers I have ever seen. There are very few people that I'm really, you know how you, you might say, well, I like this guy. I don't like really any of the, I'm sorry to say this, and it sounds rather, I hope it doesn't sound snobbish, but it may sound snobbish. And if it does, what are you going to do? I don't like any of the usual suspects, the the usual folks. Um, my taste kind of a little different. And there is something so great and so wonderful about this, uh, these great folks. And Roger Kimball, also New Criterion. The New Criterion, subscribe to that. I was also looking at uh, some old, not old, but American Enterprise Institute. This is from 94. And it was a, it was a roundtable with uh, Ben Wattenberg and Robert Bork about Thomas Jefferson, reminding you how sometimes things are not as clear as you might think they are. Then I'm watching, look at this, I'm, I'm watching Strange Things Happened on 9-11, Robert Kennedy Jr. This is, of course, from Redacted. Un, un, unbelievable how incredible that is. Um, then Dim, a uh, Dim, Jim DiEugenio on this wonderful aspect. Again, this deep dive into unpacking, I hate that term, of what happened to JFK. Then, again, thanks to Roger Kimball, I was listening to the words of Lezik Kolakowski on real Marxism, real communism, real honest-to-God um. The, the real stuff that we're talking about. Then I was listening to great lectures on Edmund Burke and what their version of conservatism, which is not ours. Then I was listening to somebody, it's very interesting. University of Chicago has these great, great, great series. And one was, um, her name was, oh, I forget her name. But anyway, oh, here we go. Uh, Kathleen Bellew. And she did a very interesting thing on the white power movement. And I thought this was fascinating. Let me ask you something. Is there a white power movement in this country? Is there? Is there? I, I'm, I'm sure there is. I'm asking you, is there a white? White? Uh, I saw some pictures from January 6th and they said white power. I don't know if that's white power. I don't know if that's white power. 
And I'm, 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 I'm dead serious. I have not heard. I know it has existed. I know there's been Aryans. I know there's other people. I understand it. But I don't know. If I'm listening to this, and here's here's the best part. If there is something called white power, so what? If there's black power, gay power, women power, girl power, so what? It doesn't matter. I don't care what, it, it, that that's not a problem. So you see all of these fascinating issues that I think are going on that are more interesting than Russell Brand, um, the usual suspects. There's so much great stuff that we can be really hanging on to and really paying attention to. Fascinating things that have nothing to do with any of the garbage, any of the stuff that is being uh, talked about. I don't care about this. I, I don't find anything of interest in this. Anything. And one of the things which is important, listen to me, I want you to hear this out. Very important. Whether it's 9-11, JFK, or anything else, I want you to understand something. We will determine, and this is sometimes not without penalty or retribution, we will determine what is, what is not relevant. We will determine, not anybody else. We're not going to let people say, I'm sorry, you can't talk about that. I heard a, there was a, uh, and I, and I, and I know for people who really want to get into this, if you really find this interesting, there is a difference in saying, I don't necessarily agree with the facts that you've adduced as opposed to the reason. Let me go back to 9-11, why this is important. Everybody starts with building seven. That's number one. Anybody who even, I, I, I saw, thanks to Redacted, an interview where Bobby Kennedy was being just drugged, dragged through the mud as being a lunatic conspiracy theorist by somebody who was repeating the NIST story. And it is the most, he knew nothing about anything. When you are in control of history, you are the most dangerous person in the world. History should not be something somebody can control. When your buddy Bill O'Reilly came up with this fantasy notion about Jay, about the Lee Harvey Oswald, and he was not involved, he, he, he was the lone gunman. This is when you've got to say, wait a minute. And your other girlfriend, uh, uh, boyfriend, girl, interchange, uh, Tucker Carlson, just sat back and took this. Why? You need a better grade, a better object, a better series of fans or, 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 or uh, uh, heroes that you focus on big time. You've got to really, you've, you're, you're wasting your time with a lot of people who are doing nothing for the cause whatsoever. This is the beginning of a lifetime movement that we're on. Not, not just this. And it has no name and it's not Republican or any of that stuff. I don't care about these people. Matt Gates, And by the way, sometimes people will say some of these. Matt Gates is slimy, unctuous, greasy, penguin, smarmy, uh, underhanded, creepy, lechy. Uh, he's just, ugh. but you know what? He's making some points here regarding Kevin McCarthy. The old mob adage, when somebody comes to whack you, it's going to be somebody you know. It's going to be somebody from, from your, your circle, not a complete stranger. 
The people who will bring you down are the people that you believe who are your friends. That would be the Republicans. I think, I think that might be what you're, where you're about. Now listen to this. I also came across something which was so beautiful, so glorious. I wanted to say this. Oh God, it was, it was. Oh, and I, I think I told you this wonderful article from American Greatness by Roger Kimball. It's called RFK Jr. as Independent Would Propel Trump to Deliver Crushing Blow. This is what I was saying the whole time. Okay? This is what I was saying the whole time. Also, have you read Manhattan Institute? Very good stuff. I really like it. I really like this stuff. Listen to this. There is a word called on, and it's BS. His name was, his name, uh, believe it or not, years ago, was this wonderful man by the name of Harry Frankfurt. He was a philosophy professor. And it was his book, I always refer to it every now and then, it's called On Bull. And, and once people got past that, it is a classic. It is a hard cover. And, and, and I want to read something to you. Uh, in, in fact, I got a better one. I want to read this to you. Uh, this, this is, this is, we should have not the bull moose party, but the anti bull. Um, I want to read this to you. Listen to this. And the word is very interesting because it, it because people are childish, it, it draws people in. Quote, someone who lies and someone who tells the truth are playing on opposite sides, so to speak, in the same game. Each responds to the facts as he understands them. Although the response of the one is guided by the authority of the truth, while the response of the other defies that authority and refuses to meet its demands. The BSer ignores these demands altogether. He does not reject the authority of the truth, as the liar does, and oppose himself to it. He pays no attention to it at all. By virtue of this, BS is a greater enemy of the truth than lies are. Our natures are indeed elusively insubstantial, notoriously less stable and less inherent than the nature of other things. And insofar as this is the case, sincerity itself is BS. It is one of the most fundamentally and beautiful, he passed away uh, fairly recently, but Frankfurt's ideas make more sense. And of course, because of the term BS, nobody's going to be paying attention to it. But this is what I want you to think about today. I want you to spend your day philosophizing, talking to your friends, talking to your family, and honing your political ideology. What is it that you really believe? What is it that you're about? Stop using words like truth. Don't become cliche. If you ever use a phrase, somebody suggested uh, the word hero. Be careful. Why? Many people are saying that. When somebody is saying that, be careful because it becomes axiomatic. Do we really need heroes? Uh, Maybe, maybe not. Remember, there's no such thing as a hero. Some are good, some are bad. You don't know the whole story. Sometimes the hero is is defined by the, the situation. Sometimes the person really is not heroic at all in the least. I don't know. I don't know who the heroes are. Maybe they don't apply now. I don't realize it. But what we we have right now is your ability to do the following. One, you've got to identify what's happening. 
Number two, you've got to be able to go and explain to people what's happening. Identify it, but explain it. Number three, avoid cliches. Avoid the usual stuff. Avoid it. Avoid it. Uh, that means talk radio. That means uh, talk TV. That means the usual Not the big picture, but just avoid that. I think there was three. Four, identify what is the goal here? What is the goal? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to get a re- put a Republican in office? Or are you trying to, when it comes to politics? No, I want to write the course. There may come a time sometimes where you might have to go left because the right, maybe it's, we could have, theoretically, the Republican side of it, and I'm not a Republican. I'm a registered independent, and for the time being, that is where I'm going because that seems to be the enemy of these people who have taken my country over. But one day there may be a group of people who take over the Republican Party like the left has been taken over by the shadow government. Maybe. I don't know. We may have to vote left in order to counterbalance it. I need 400 likes, my friend. I need 400 likes. I know you're I know you mean well. I'm asking you. Be my friend. Be my pal. Be my be my everything. We need 400 likes. Okay? Okay, good. This is critical stuff. This is, this is really important. I want you to throw all of the usual thinking away. I want you to understand kind of what it is. What is your philosophy? What is it? There's this thing called, basic things called freedom. And there's this idea of, and that, that may or may not imply economic health, economic benefits, economic, I don't know. Th- these are... But it's not the usual stuff. It's not Sean Hannity. It's not uh, Rush. It's not anybody on TV. It's not uh, Jordan Peterson or any of these folks. That's not it. The people who best articulate what I believe in are not on any conventional platform. We need something. I love to listen to Hillsdale College. I love to see young people who are embracing a new kind of a more fundamental, and I like this. I'll, I'll take that. I would have never done that at their age, but these are different times now. A fundamental take. Believe it or not, Victor Davis Hanson, I shouldn't say believe it or not, is still one of the best people around. He makes more sense than you can imagine. And, he, and I don't think people really use him carefully enough. Silver Fox says, I've come to the conclusion that politically I'm a hybrid mutt. As I'm a pro-choice conservative with libertarian leanings, so no labels for me <laughs> other, other than those. Silver, I'm with you 100%. I don't know what this means. I don't know what this means. I don't know whether it's um, music. I don't understand the labels. I hate labels. When I give you a label, I've immediately told you something. When you tell somebody you're a, believe it or not, I've I've suffered more. I've suffered more. Um, the word is problems from eating, from saying vegan, vegetarian, vegan. Oh, I don't say that. I tried plant based. That didn't work. Anymore. But if you ask somebody who's who's an Indian, somebody who's a, who, who who basically follows Indian diet, who is in essence vegetarian, they don't say I'm vegetarian. They say Indian. They go, oh, okay. Or if somebody's kosher. Or, or halal, fine. It's weird. So I don't tell people, I, I, I have no name for this. I don't have a name for this. 
Another thing too, I have told you how many how many people right now, right now as we speak, do not have an articulable form or sense of religious label. You're not. You could say you're Christian, but you're really not. You don't do anything. You kind of pay lip service to it. I don't do anything that affords any type of of tribute to Catholicism, Christianity, anything. I don't go to church. I don't read the Bible. I don't nothing. And to me, being a Christian means more than just saying you are. You have to do something. You have to you have to afford it. And if you don't go to church, if you don't, if you kind of believe in something, well, what does that mean? Okay, I believe. Okay, I, I kind of believe. There's some wonderful chapters. I can read you chapters, uh, instances from the Quran. You'll see that's beautiful. Where is that Quran? Really? Yeah. The Talmud, the Bhagavad Gita. How many right now? How many? How many right now? Listen to me seriously. Have the guts to say, I'm kind of irreligious. I don't have a name. I don't really think it doesn't matter. I say that I'm of faith. I say that I believe in a higher power. I say that I believe in something because it's almost a reflex, because it's a way of shutting people up. But to be honest with you, Frank, it never crosses my mind. How many? How many people? How many people? How many people have said, seriously, I don't know. And when somebody says, I'm a Christian, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I'm a Jew. I know people say, I'm a Jew. Okay, fine. You, it's more like a cultural do you go to a synagogue? No. Do you, the high Sabbath or how holy days? No. Catholics? Oh, I'm a Catholic. I'm a Catholic. Do you uh, follow the holy days of obligation? No. You define it, but people will use these words. And what I'm saying is you're, the words mean nothing. You're being forced to answer the question. Because if I say you're a Christian, oh, yes, I am. What does that mean? When was the last time you effectively did something or used your faith as a basis where you said, I'm I'm now doing something which is kind of contrary to uh, the way I would normally feel or what I want to do or whatever it is, but I'm doing this now because I am uh, I am of a faith or whatever. Probably never. Never. Most people never have any decisions they make during the day about, should I get the abortion or not? You don't have an abortion. Should I do this? You don't have any. You know. Should I be, should we execute the person? It's not even your decision. Should we go to war? I don't know. But yet, they are a member of a club, which is fine. You can say whatever you want, where they absolutely do nothing other than tell you they're a Christian or Catholic or Jew. That's it. So why are you using that label? Because it makes you feel good. Okay, I'm a conservative. I'm a rock, not me, but people say I'm a rock ribs conservative. What does that mean? I don't know. People like that. When you go to CPAC, you get these right ribbed or rock ribbed Republicans. I need 400 likes, my friend. That's what you should be paying attention. Pray to the likes. Now, here's the thing. The the wise person says, your religious freedom, your religious ideation, your like your sexual or amorous is your business. Doesn't mean anything to me at all. I don't care. I'm going to select you as uh, um, as my friend, as my dentist, as my whatever, only because I'm trying to show you, only because I'm trying to show you that I like your style, I like you, I like your skill, I like your ability, I like your focus. Whether you're left-handed, right-handed, 
gay, straight, asexual, whether you have the sex life of a mollusk, I don't know. I don't care about that. It means nothing. Whether you're black or white, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care. What people care about is class. Class in terms of classy, but are you somebody who is loud? Are you rude? Are you, are you, uh, doesn't really matter what color is. Are you somebody I like? Do I like you? I know very few people that I've ever met. I, 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 I think they've said it, but I've really never known anybody who immediately dislikes somebody because of who they are. Maybe, maybe sexuality, maybe in the old days, maybe somebody, I don't like him because he's gay, but does, you know, what I'm trying to tell you is that most people don't care about this. And when Gavin Newsom uses this identitarian nonsense, he's actually playing to this. Notice how they never talk about their faith. And she's a she's a black woman, and she's a lesbian, and she oh, she's Christian. They don't have faith. You never hear about faith. Why is that? Now, despite what you might think. I think people of faith, I feel better when somebody says, I like someone who, who can articulate something. I like that. Some of the finest people I've ever known in my life are people who have articulated a very, a very proud and a very, a very boisterous, if you will, belief in something, which is fine. I have no, I, I don't want to say I prefer it, but I feel much, much, much better with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I'm saying to you, my friends, what I'm telling you right now, and I'm asking you, and I'm listening, and, and, and it's so important that you understand this. Focus as to what's going on. Be not distracted by the extraneous. Don't waste your time with things and people that don't make any sense or any difference whatsoever. The bottom line is simply this. We have to win in 2024. That's it. Number one. World War II, you got to win. You, gotta, you, gotta, you have to win. And I hope that somebody along the way, I hope somebody in the Republican Party uses this identitarian nonsense against them. That is it. Okay? You understand that? And also, I'm going to tell you again, you have to self-educate yourself. You have to spend and use these this wonderful tool. This YouTube in particular is one of the most incredible sources of great lectures and you can you can get the education you never thought you would ever know. Some people think for some reason they're they're beyond that. Spend some time when you're in a car, plug in your phone, listen to the enlightenment, have somebody explain to you. There are channels on philosophy. Learn about Kierkegaard. Learn about just learn it. You don't have to go to college. Just get an idea of it. What does that mean? Hear it again. Be familiar. You don't have to die. You don't have to sit there with a book, sit in a class and listen to some guy talk to you. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely, positively, totally, and without a doubt, ridiculous. Okay? Do you hear what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. Period. That's all. So I want everybody to have a great day today. A good day. I want you to go out and I want you to conquer the world. And I want you to feel good and powerful. And don't be dejected. And don't feel down. Um... Before I forget being down, this really made me upset. I saw this the other day, and I, I, I keep thinking about our dear friend. And I'm sorry, I'm going to keep saying it. Mike Lindell and MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, by the way. When I see people coming after others because they dare to say something. If Mike Lindell said everything that he said, but it was directed towards Republicans, and he was a nothing. Mike Lindell did nothing wrong. 
did nothing wrong. If he said the same thing he did, if he were Stacey Abrams, if he were uh, uh, Jamie Raskin, if he were um, Hillary Clinton, and said the same thing about whatever, elections or... He would have been lauded. He would have been heralded. It's unfair. It's un-American. What's fair is fair. Okay? And the company's called MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. That's not the reason why you should like it. You shouldn't be buying this because it's so terrific, it's so great. What I'm telling you is that it's wonderful products, but there's something behind it as well. And I love people like him. And I thank you for that. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. I mean it. I've always liked people who are out, who, who, are, who are boisterous, who say what they want, who do what they want, whether it's even Willie Nelson in the old days going up against the Roy Acuff going up against the Opry, going, people who just stand for something. I mean it. I love that. I love people who are just different. That's all. So anyway, dear friends, is everybody happy? Everybody having a good day, I hope? Are you doing those likes? Let me check and see how you're doing. 283, not even close. Not even close. What is, how many times do I have to tell you? There is an obstinacy on your part that I find sometimes less than refreshing. But I love you. We're family, and that's the way it goes. All right, dear friends, have a great and a wonderful day. Remember, seize that day, carpe diem, and all that kind of stuff. But listen to what I'm saying. Learn, learn, learn. Listen to what people are saying. Read. Turn off cable news. Turn off this. That is the that rots the brain. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't even come close to explaining anything. Learn. You can do anything you want. You are smart. You are invincible. You are woman. And I mean that sincerely. All right, friends. Have a great and a glorious day. By the way, one more time. Remember, sign up because you're going to want to be a part. This this uh, newsletter is up. This is a monster today. It is a great one. And you're going to be glad you did it. So sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up. All right, friends. See you tonight at 7 p.m. Don't forget, sign up, uh, subscribe to the uh, channel because there's going to be little uh, video drops here and there. And until then, remember these words, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.